apple scrunching notwithstanding we're straight on to uh minute 48 no really sleep yeah god that feels minute 48 is that You're even correct. is that yeah. halfway yet that's halfway right more than halfway is it not quite um no not quite because we think it's about 109 minutes okay all right well at the end of the last min uh we had a bit of stefan's dream waking up like michael j fox from back to the future with his hands behind his back and um stephanie sadly or sadly or happily playing i think it was a weird sad. melancholy yeah. tune that he'd written for her do you think he wrote it in his sleep does mm. he write things in the, he does write things in his sleep. he does he wrote but her a he... note. But I mean, that handwriting was really crazy in his bath. I mean, he was also in the bath mm. as well or something. So it was a bit, you know, it always seems a bit bizarre writing your sleep and whilst in the bath. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Where did he even get the paper from? Did he get out of the bath? I think, anyway? he, yeah, I think he started, I think he started trying to write it in the bath and then. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, yeah. And now we, so we've got him in his studio, in his egg box studio playing his organ that's weird playing his piano organ <laughs> our metaphorical organ and he's like uh with our theme music thing playing and he's saying welcome back to studio television educative um special edition isn't it of special edition love after 50 yeah and then he looks in his those windows that he has with the blinds over the two windows which i only maybe i said before but I, they're like his eyes right yeah and then i linked it to it's like rem so he's like moving his eyes one eye to the other and he's doing that sort of thing where yeah you shut yeah, yeah. one eye to the other which is quite fun just from the sort of uh alternating yeah. perspective of issue isn't it i still do that sometimes but it's also what your eyes are doing in rem isn't it because they go they? Oh, from one okay. to the other you're like going from left to right and you can induce sort of meditative things by doing that moving your eyes backwards and forth um and then he opens one it reveals his mum and the other is a man which i put his dad first of all but it's not his dad yeah it's not that no. i can't remember what his dad looked like um and he's like we have two very special guests on the show today gerard and mum <laughs> so we've got gerard yes. <laughs> then he starts just says um well there's something written on the bass drum as well which oh, maybe that yes. was there before i noticed said, that I it, was sort of, it looks a bit like the bubble racing. It looked, I couldn't really read it. It said maybe it said interesting guests or guest, perhaps. I don't know. Oh. But I couldn't. Interesting looked reasonably clear, but I couldn't work oh. out the second word. I thought it was in Spanish for some reason. Oh, it could well have been, yeah. I mean, it's possible I picked up completely wrong. Um, and then he starts talking directly to them. He says, Gerard, you are a professional magician. You look old mm. and you live in a small suburban house. <laughs> Why do you think my mum chose you? <laughs> It's like bitter much. She, so you can see he's like, how old in his, I know that it does have a flashback, but in his kind of mental state and this bit, how old do you think he is? Stefan or Gerard? Stefan. The way I he's sort of saying, you look old and why are you with mm. my mum? Like it's really sort of like... Um, well, mentally, so in the film, how old is Yeah, it? mentally. Yeah, I don't know. Like mm. nine or something. Mm. <laughs> um. And then and then it clips to Gerard in the kitchen. They're all having they're all having a meal, having soup. And he's doing amateur <laughs> magicianships. Yeah. 
he says yes you're funny um yeah he's saying and and on the commentary gondry says that he yeah he's a magician he's called alan and um and he got really anxious doing the he got really nervous doing the tricks and then um he looks very french doesn't he as well yeah he does yeah <laughs> um yeah, he's got like curly hair and little wire mm. glasses. A leather waistcoat. Leather waistcoat, it's horrible. Um, but he seems all right. He's doing a silly trick with a cigarette that he puts it through. Well, it's the first one he does, because I went through it sort of frame by frame. So okay. he's doing this sort of thing where he scrunch, he's got a scrunched up paper ball, which I thought was an egg actually at first. But And he does the sort of thing where he's like, and then bam, like that, and it's disappeared. But in frame by frame, you see it, him just clearly throw it over her head. Oh! Whilst he's doing the, the trick. Brilliant. To sort of make it disappear. So he's like, oh that's like interesting that. so you yeah. can if you watch it slowly you can see mm, how it's done mm. but would you not notice but, that do you think if you were just watching no it? the first time it was just i was just kind of oh. like, oh, cool. how does he do the cigarette one then um that well there's this sort of sliding is just a sort yeah. of palming thing that he's sort yeah. of just sliding it and then it's like in his mouth which and then he puts it he does that very smoothly don't know how that is and also there's no. a weird sort of like as if i mean because it can't be that he's put an actual lit cigarette through a cigarette I mean, because it would explode and lead to fucking flames so it must be, but that, that is but, a genuine trick apparently that he's doing so there's no camera trickery on that bit right um he's doing magic tricks um and and stefan looks very unimpressed uh they've they're eating soup and they've got wine and <laughs> they're like frog porcelain frog jug on the table yes water <laughs> so jug weird. i'm guessing yeah. there's um, a nice old sewing box chest behind uh stefan oh. it's a very homely scene yeah isn't it? it's, it's there's a, really a picture nice of a cute scene. cat on the fridge mm. white cat I, I don't think it's a um a set is it i feel like it's or if it is it's just so no. spectacularly dressed because it looks so yeah. realistic very detailed yeah, there's a, there's um, I also noticed Ganesha is on the fridge doing right. Elephant Guard, and there's a radioactive sign at the at the bottom, Gerard's? maybe, and a, and a nuclear mushroom postcard with the word "oops" yeah. underneath it. Oh, so I didn't I didn't see that. Yeah, <laughs> um, that might be interesting. Mm. Things from Gondry's life, mm. um, and then he does the tablecloth trick where he pulls the tablecloth off, but everything just. <laughs> Crashes. Well, actually, it's not everything. It's really, it's not too bad. It's it's some of the wine glasses, and then and then the bread basket falls off as well. So the bread basket falls on the floor, and the wine glasses fall over. Well, according to Gondry, he hmm. actually was trying to do this trick. He was setting it up, and this was oh, an real? outtake where it went wrong, and he was really angry. And Gondry was like, "No, I'm going to use that." <laughs> That's brilliant. That's funny. So he was annoyed because, and he's like, "Ah, mad." Um, Stefan just looks really unimpressed. He's just like, great, you just dropped everything on the floor. Um, and then he's like, I wouldn't like to be the woman you cut in half. Can you imagine? And his mum's like, that's not funny, and tells him off. But then she's kind of annoyed, like with Gerard, she's like, well, thanks mm. for my dinner. Mm. And then and then there is camera trickery, and he just claps his hands, and then everything's back to normal. Right, no, first of all, everything's table. gone. The table's completely oh. empty. Yeah, and Stefan kind of looks to be like, where the hell has everything gone? And he claps it and then they, but it's not even like it's back to normal, like they've acknowledged it. It's like they've jumped back in time and they're just like the trick yeah. never happened. Yeah, because they're just sitting there chatting. Mm. Which I, to some extent, I wonder, is, is that what they intended or is that more just they were like, shit, let's just edit it together like this? I think it's what they intended. But I think of it like, um, I wonder if it's, is this how, in Stefan's mind, is it what he it could be one of two things it could be like what he wishes would happen because it makes gerard look shit in front of his mum. it's like your trick's gone wrong oh, so i yes, kind of right. this is this is my version of what i wanted to happen or in his head that's how he sees gerard's tricks that they're just disastrous and rubbish and annoying mm. 
So mm. he's kind of like exaggerated it in his head kind of thing. Like when actually all yeah. they're doing is just sitting, having, you know, he's just a fairly nice guy and he's into his mum and he's just annoyed about it because it's nice dad. And they're just having soup. <laughs> um, what soup do you think it is? Like pumpkin? Or? Yeah, it looks like pumpkin. Maybe squash. A, a speed or squash, yeah. Bit mm. boring for a French could be, meal. Big carrot. Could be carrot. Uh, carrot and parsnip. Yeah, just like soup mm. and wine. What's something a bit more? Maybe mm. that's just their first course. They do have the bread. The bread sounds yeah. Um, and then she, his mum says <clears throat> to him how, and I was trying to follow the French in this, so I might go wrong, but does she say that he wasn't at work today? Yeah, and that um, Pouchette phoned. Oh, that's the bit I missed. So she right, actually yeah. got, got a phone call. And he's yeah. like, no, no, I was. that's not true. I'm working really hard in my mind. <laughs> in my dreams, yeah. In my dreams every day. She's like, Ugh. And then she says to Gerard, ever since he was six years old, is that what he's like? Ever since he was six years old, um, he's been like this. He has... Because this weird and then it yeah, so confusing sleeps and dreams oh maybe we had to go second over yeah i mean that's kind of key to the whole thing isn't it this sort of like that he is in this sort of between mm. dreaming and awake state so we're, we're not he's not i mean i guess that's it we're supposed to accept well that he's he's abnormal in his dreaming yeah and his mum <laughs> the whole film yeah has recognized it yeah. Um, I was going to say that. Have you? I, I've, I think I might have even talked about it on this podcast before, but I've had things like that where I have had dreams where there's something you need to do. Like I used to dream quite frequently that I'd got up, got dressed, gone yes. and waited for the bus, got going on the bus. To work. I was on the bus going to, to, to sixth form. And then I wake up and I'm like, shit, I'm still here. And then, but even the waking up itself was still inside a dream. And then I'd oh, do the whole no. thing again. And then actually wake up for real. And I was just like, oh my God. Like, and you just felt in this terrible bloody loop. And you just, I don't know. Yeah. yeah it's sort of like you're, you're trying to wake up and. Or oh, when you're worried about waking mm. up. I always have dreams that I'm like late for work. And then it's just a dream. And then I'm so terrified that I wake up. I'm like, oh God, am I? Uh... <sighs> I'm probably going to have that tonight. I'm going to be so scared about not waking up because I've been waking up really late sleeping really late did someone just knock on your door oh you could hear that no i think it i think they just <laughs> walked past my um past the door because some, there's some of the pavement slap things outside are a bit loose what if i Maybe. was just like i could see someone standing behind you ah don't do that that's like in the bloody thing um oh well i don't know if we do want to launch into it quickly oh yeah what did you think well briefly what did you well, think of invisible man out of yeah, so five I stars it. i would give um, it two and a half yeah something like that two or three um, I mean, it was, it's kind of weird because it's sort of, there's the, the sort of tension building that was quite yeah. good yeah. And, and the sounds and the waves and things like that at the beginning. Mm. And um, so yeah, a lot of tension because well. you're like, where is he? Um, yeah. A few bits just weren't very well explained as well. That like no. the, the, the cop that she is living in his house is, is just a childhood friend, apparently, which, because we had to look this up, but anyway, the, the oh. big... <laughs> Um, so she she has this, uh, there's this black cop who's kind of like very kind and protective of her. Um, and, uh, but that's why she's in his house, because it was kind mm. of like, this seems a very over the top witness protection type program to have actually live in their yeah. house. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, there was a lot of a bit, I, I kind of kind of then got a bit like annoyed with the sort of sci sci-fi kind of aspects of yeah. like, the fact the suit doesn't make sense. Um, I didn't mind so much that, but I like the analogy. I liked it as an analogy, and I was disappointed by the overall message of it because I like the. It's a good idea to use the Invisible Man as a yeah as a um like an abusive ex in the storyline mm. and that's that was well done and I had better hopes for it but I don't agree or like the idea that you know that it's about revenge like that's not empowering that is not mm. at all empowering mm. like what would have been empowering is that she didn't go to his level like as soon as she's like murdering then yeah, yeah. Not, that's not empowering that's not like it was because no, it's really traumatic like the kind of and this of like the stress of it because she's being i mean not only well i mean this is total spoilers we should have said that earlier mm. but um that you know she she is not only has been sort of like psychologically tortured by him for obviously mm. some you know lengthy period of time but now he's kind of going around invisibly like torturing her and exacting revenge by murdering various people that she's close to mm. it's just appalling and like honestly uh, well um clara and i were watching and there's like there's the scene where she's Gone and where he's taken her hand and slashed his her own sister's throat in in the oh, restaurant. We were just like, much. she should just she should just kill herself at this point because it's kind of like, yeah. you know, regardless of what she does to kind of it doesn't undo any of that. And no, her life is just too so much. It was too much. Yeah, it should have been subtler. It should have just been yeah. the like harassing and the like because yeah. that was well done and it is that feeling yeah. of like no one else sees it and no one else understands. That's well mm. done, but that was too much it was too and that always like at the end of these films you just like go crazy and just like blood bath. yeah it's unnecessary yeah. well the bits where she was escaping from the mental hospital were were a bit reminiscent of um terminated uh one i think i haven't where, seen any of the sarah well where sarah connor is um imprisoned it must be no sorry it's terminated two so sarah connor knows I, somehow oh, no, well, I saw the because, first one, didn't I? I oh the well, I think in the second one, she she sort of because obviously she's been chased by Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm. um, and thinks that she's sort of managed to destroy him, um, and uh, and because I think a whole load of police died on on the night that they, that all this happened, and so they've then seen that this this same character has shown up on CCTV at a police station, and so they ask her about it, and she's like, "Fuck, he's back," and so she mm. enacts a plan to escape from the mental asylum. Um, and strangely enough, her own son is then coming to rescue her with Arnold, but as a goodie this time. <laughs> it's okay. all good. So there's there's a lot to it. But anyway, it's an interesting sort of scene mm. that um, you know this is yeah. a woman trying to escape from. I mean, it's yes. the, the mental hospital. That's actually in some ways the most unrealistic bit. She's in yeah. this like really quite nice looking, well cared for, and there seems to be this enormous amount of fucking security guards. Yeah, there must be like thirteen of them. It's, it seems as well weird because they come around in twos. He kills them both, and then like another two come around. You're like, what kind of a bonkers system is that? And then when they get to the front gate, there's still more of them sat in the security hut. Yeah, you're not like, very realistic. Jesus, this is ridiculous. <laughs> but um, the other thing also was the thing that I thought was also I love I love pointing out bizarro holes. I don't know whether I was thinking you could do a podcast on this, but he is in the room in this locked secure cell room with her for the night, and she's about to stab herself in the wrist. And I was like, what happens when he, is he he's, he's now in the room as well. He's, where's he going to sleep? Is he going to just sleep on the floor? Or is he just going to try and cozy up to bed in her in this like invisible suit? I was like, just stand in to, the corner. Well, what if he has to take a, go to the loo in the night? You have to, you, like, does that suit, he does take the whole seat off? Like, she maybe could wake he pees up and he's got, in the suit. Maybe. But what about poo? Number two. He just, number two, though. You can just hold that, though, can't you? 
But I mean, you could have that as a nice thing where she wakes up in the middle of the night and there he is sat on the loo with the suit around his ankles. <laughs> and, and she stabs him in, in the face with a pen there. Yeah. I, also, I, really, think, I, I, wanted I think he to should just... have been caught and taken to justice. That is empowering. That is what we yeah. need to see. Yeah. That what they needed to see was not one woman, no one else mm. seeing it and her getting a bloody revenge. Now she's traumatised. Now she's got to live with the fact mm. that she's killed someone. No, that's no good. What you want to see is that society sees that this is wrong and they come down on it and he has mm. to pay and he has to learn and he has to face his responsibilities. That's what you want. That's well, an empowering that the, feminist horror film. I mean, I guess she does, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it does at least conclude it for her because she's kind of like already been told that he's dead. So at least this time she yeah. was like, well, he is literally dead because I killed him myself. Yeah. But um, I mean, it's also, it's very weird as well because I, I can't really imagine, I mean, that, that scenario is so weird because it's, it's weird because when she's locked up in prison, you're like, well, this is this is a very classic way that a very yeah. violently, uh, yeah. a, a sort of violent, um, what's it called, uh, psychotic episode might manifest. You know, someone's like has stabbed, you know, her own sister to death in a restaurant and says that they see invisible people. This yeah, you know, that true. would be a, a, a very classic kind of. Um, I thought that was also videos. like could be if it was done differently a comment on that like women are often and now that's changing yeah. but you know do end up killing their abusers and then they go to prison and actually yeah. well i mean that's the weird thing point, is you really. could imagine in that somehow in that scenario you could well imagine that even if that was all that true that she could still be kind of contained within the mental health system and would never be set free anyway just because they're like mm. well yeah just you know I don't know. It's very, it's very strange. And then also, it was, it was quite refreshing at least that the black cop doesn't die because yeah. that's quite rare in a film, which is nice for a. a um, and mm. um, but then she sort of puts this emotional burden on him right at the end to that he has to keep her secret. That <laughs> yes, she's that's not thing. fair either. I don't it's like that. A, uh, but I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's a bit of it's a bit tough on. Ruining his career. Could do, yeah. Although it was also a bit inappropriate that he was interviewing her. That seems a conflict of interest. Mm. Anyway, huge diversion into Invisible yeah. Man. Maybe we just maybe we just cut that whole bit out and we just like that was our own uh, interesting, yeah, interesting. chat on it. But yeah, it wasn't too bad. You haven't watched any films that you've really liked recently? No, not for a, not for a little while. No, I haven't um, either. Mm. Right. Well, we'll have to continue this middle of the sentence episode. Yeah. Another time. Exciting. Right. See you later.